in the heights. Did you guys see that one? I didn't know what that was. In the oh, in the heights. Yeah. Oil heights. Yeah. I thought you did, Adrian. Yeah. I thought, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah I was like, yeah, like, I know I still like, one of us saw that. I see, yeah. Yes, I seen it. Yes, I seen was it. Was that good? Don't lie. It's. I know exactly what you said. It, it was like, it was definitely one of those movies where it was like spontaneous musical. Yeah, it's where like, it was like, man, it's hot. Yeah, it sure is hot here. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. Yeah, it's and one of those. Like on the fucking scaffoldings. And I hate that. I okay, hate that. those type of movies are for like a niche audience, unfortunately. That's what they're for. But you know what? I told it to my coworker, and she was like, "Yes, that's what I'm in for." Yeah, like, like all it's right. A, it's so a niche audience. Like, it's, it's one of It's things. very Broadway. It's very like a, like to me like a, across the universe. Have you seen that one? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's like a niche audience. Like there are people who hate that film, and there are other people that love it. So it's like you have to like, like that type of musicals. Yeah. <clears throat> Alrighty. Starting from Fade to Black. Alright. We are starting in three, two. Wait, hold on, hold on. Before we even go, do you want to do the intro, Adrian? Uh, I will. I will stutter the entire time. I do sure it. about that? Yes, I will stutter the entire time. Make it up as you go. You just make dude, it I'm up, a, dude. I'm gonna stutter and say um half the time. So it's. Can you share about that? Come on, I am 100 sure. Do I? Do I want, know myself. Do you want me to do it? No. Do you want to do it, Mike? Kinda. <laughs> I kinda want to do it. A bit like. Yeah, switch it up, man. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, if you want to. What's my, what's my <laughs> technical director? Okay. All right. Ready? Yep. I guess I'll start it off then. All right. Nice. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. Starting Faded Black in three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Red Band Podcast. I'm your technical director, Michael Cards. And of course, joined always is our lead host, Anthony King. Hey. And his co-host... Oh, I gotta say my name. Oh. Yeah, you gotta say your oh, name. Yeah, I tricked yeah. you into that. Okay, Adrian. All right, <laughs> there we go. Well, welcome back, guys. Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. You know? tired? Pretty. It's, it's yeah. tired. It's, but you know what? Uh, I'm tired uh, just for the uh, the sake of staying up because I'm so excited because it's Christmas Eve. Oh, oh hell right. yeah! Tomorrow's gonna be Christmas. So excited. Exactly. So excited. What do you guys have for your plans going on for tomorrow? Family, family, family. Yep. Mike, I that's, know you have whole mainly, lot. That's just oh, all yeah, day. Got, you guys got, just gonna spend time with family all day. Yeah, yeah, mainly. I got uh, got family time with Ashley's family, and then I got family time with my family, mm-hmm. and then so we're going places. So you got to split the load. That's yeah. why I see that's me and Ash. So yeah, the in the mornings we got to go to my mom's house. Have a nice Christmas, spend time with my nephew, my brother, maybe watch a movie, hopefully. Yep. And then split, bounce, and drive all the way to Riverside to go see her family. Yeah. When was the last time we ever had like a Christmas that was just like at home? Oh, man. That's like, you, like you didn't have to go anywhere. You didn't have to do anything. You were just like, you wake up leisurely. I, oh, man. I actually didn't have to do that last Christmas. No. Yeah, so last Christmas. Oh, you got to last Christmas. Yeah. Well, oh, last yeah, Christmas, everybody so like, stayed home last yeah, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stay home, that's right. Yeah. So it was real simple. Didn't need to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. That's so right. It was relaxing. It was it was quite relaxing keeping things small and simple. But nope, got to go back to the busy schedule. Got to yep. go see, you know, all the families. Got to see the girls' family, everything. Jump around and everything. Dude, except I, not as much like now, but growing up, since I come from a very large family. Oh, yeah, you're it's probably... Like, you see, like you go to your grandma's house. Grandma's house, you go to 
your aunts, then yep. your uncles, then mm-hmm. you go to the other aunts, mm-hmm. then you go to another person's. Yep. And that's just one side of the family. I go to see my dad's side of the family next, which is another large family. Then that's just a whole other that's trip. a whole other uh, thing. Yes. Dude, it's... See, that's too much. That's too much. Oh, it is me. a lot. Yeah. It is a lot. I like keeping things simple and I just like, I just like relaxing. So that's why I'm going to spend as much time as possible tomorrow relaxing between the oh, drives. No, that's why Christmas time is family time. New Year's, I'm just going to stay asleep. I'm just going <laughs> to knock out. Just yeah. knock out. Yeah, I can't wait for that. That's why I'm hopefully like, I can actually just get some time to relax and watch movies because that is my main thing with Christmas. I think there's some movies coming out on Christmas. Isn't that right? Uh, yes, I think there was uh how oh, damn it, which was one? Oh, um, uh, Macbeth. Macbeth. Oh, Macbeth. Macbeth oh yeah, Christmas. hell yeah! I definitely want the tragedy of Macbeth, right? Yes. yes, that looks amazing. That looks fantastic. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, anything with Denzel, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. 100%. You put Denzel something, I'm down. I'm. 100% down. And it's by my currently my currently favorite studio right now. Uh, oh, eight twenty four. Of course, they just been it. smashing it out this year, dude. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's it's saying uh, buy Apple TV. Okay, uh, so, so now I guess the deal finally it, did it, it go went through. through. It went through. Okay, Apple TV bought a twenty four for like what? How? What was the point? It was like a billion. Something, I think it was like it? at least a billion or close like to a billion. But shit, whether like it was like it was a lot. Under, it God was damn it! Still, does that mean I got to pay for Apple now? <laughs> yeah, you have to be part of the Apple family. Yeah, I refuse. I, know, I still refuse fuck. to do Paramount Plus. I still refuse it. Yeah, and I really want to watch a South Park episode. Yeah, that's see, what me, I was just yeah, me and Mike about. were talking about that earlier about the South Park episode. We really want to see it. I really want to watch it, but. I do not want to pay for. No. I, I'm I'm honestly committed just doing the one week free trial. Same. Just getting it out, watching it. I might even do it for a tragedy Macbeth too. Yeah, I might. Yeah, I might do it. And that also, too. Just, isn't it? Um, did the Green Knight already come out? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It that, actually came out in theater. Actually, I think it's supposed to be out again in theaters. In theaters, unless right. it already passed, because I know it was already in theaters once, and then it said it was coming back again a second time. Oh man! But I don't remember if it already happened or not. Yeah. But yes, I remember, I want to see The Green Knight. Yeah, yeah. So this, those are two movies like around yeah. this time that I definitely want to see. So yeah. I, you might even see, my ass might be in theaters tomorrow. For real. <laughs> wow. Speaking of which, uh, speaking of movies and speaking of family, I think this is a good time to kind of take a moment to talk about or at least take a moment <laughs> for all the Hollywood icons of either old or new those that were lesser known, those that were more known, that have passed away this past year, whether it due from COVID, cancer, other various reasons. So mm-hmm. take a good couple seconds, you know, to think about them and uh, just take a good wholesome moment to be thankful that we're here to celebrate these movies that they were yep. in and be with our family. Yep. And they're not, and they're now... I guess the best way to describe they immortalize on film. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, even though they're gone, they're I mean they'll be with us for years and years, years and years as long as they're they're some form of media. They'll be they're here for us. Yep. So I guess pour one out. Pour one out for them. God, I hope made it. Yes, I did. Did it make it? <laughs> okay. That's cool. good. Is there any yeah. ones you guys can particularly remember? Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer. Yeah, that's the one that's definitely going to be missed. Yep. Uh, Ed Asner. Mm-hmm. Ed Asner. And one for like the Latin community. Uh, yes. Just recently, uh, Vicente Fernandez. Mm. Yes. 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 That was a huge one for. Massive. Yes. Mm. Dude. Do I, I, the funny thing, not the funny thing, but like, I knew that he had like a 
influence on you know a large community. I knew that because I listened to him since pretty much the day I was born. Yeah, his music's always been around. I did not realize how much of an influence he had literally on almost Everything. every genre. Everything. Yeah, yeah, and, and across the entire world. I was like, wow, because when I even saw when, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Big Boy, mm-hmm. he actually went on stage and sang one of his songs. Really? That's like. Damn, that's Damn. No, that's a reach. Damn, that is yeah. rich. That is good. That's some good. But yeah, like I said, these people are gone, points. but definitely never forgotten. Oh uh, yeah. One I also want to point out is uh, a lesser known one. Those in the animation community definitely know her, or at least follow her work, or have seen her work. Is Ruthie Thompson, mm, yeah. a very well known Disney animator, died at the age of a hundred and eleven years old. Oof. She Damn. was a pioneer for the studio and worked as an illustrator and storyboard planner on Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, Sleeping Beauty, Mary Poppins, Robin Hood, and the Aristocats. She worked on all the greats. Oh, she, yeah. yeah. Oh, she was there since Walt was there. Oh, yeah. yeah. At the very, very beginning. <laughs> Man. So to, wow. to lose someone like that is, like you said, she'll be immortalized in her work. Oh, yeah, definitely. Those are pieces of film that everyone truly loves and adores. So she'll definitely be missed for that. Yes. But, you know, we'll definitely not be missed. Hmm. I think we should first start off with this year's biggest movie flops. Oh, man. Yeah. All righty. We All should right, start with the shitty ones first, and then we can move over at the end to our favorite films for the year. Do you want to do one shitty one and then one good one? I don't know. I think we hit the shitty ones. Yeah, just we should we should hit the first? shit list. Let's hit the shit, shit list first. Just, okay. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> right. over here, and you know, a lot okay. of this. Okay, so before we even move on with the shit list, I gotta point out, not all these films have been terribly bad. A lot of these have been affected due to studio choices, and a lot of these films were put onto stream platforms on the day of their release. Yeah. So they're considered flops because they just. They didn't financially, hit financially meet. meet. Yeah. But there are some really terrible ones that just, no matter what kind of circumstances around the world would have happened, they would have flopped anyways. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they just blamed it on, oh, it was the pandemic. It was the, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it was not the pandemic. Yeah, it was the pandemic. All oh, this is it was so bad on us. Everyone wanted to see this shitty story. I mean, great story. So one of them, of course, was Chaos Walking with um, Tom Holland and... Um, What's their face? I didn't even hear uh, about this. I, yeah, I really, heard about it, but uh, really, did you see the trailers for that? Yeah, no. Uh, it, it's basically like, so she's an astronaut who crash lands on this planet that these other humans crashed long ago, and there's just no women there, and all the men's thoughts are like actually externally vocalized. So she's just literally on this planet full of men who just are very crazed about women and shit. So they're just sexually reprived or deprived. Yeah. Yeah. And then a woman comes along and oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Vagina. <laughs> That's basically how it goes. Oh, toss. Oh, toss. Oh, oh. So its U.S. box office was Oof. 13.3 million. Its global box office was 26.5, but its budget, its full production budget, was 125 mil. Ouch. So that's a huge hit. Its score was around 20 percent. Dude, people lost money up the ass. Oh yeah. So Some people. Whoa. Not only was it you know financially bad, but it was critically bad at the same time. Oof. Now, definitely, if we would just see the trailers, you would have kind of like, this is one of the things like, 
I, I do feel bad. Like you put money into a film and then that first trailer comes out. And you're like, fuck, why did I put money into this film? Yes. Yeah, pretty much. It's my thoughts like, damn it. Right? Mm-hmm. Just that you're not putting up, you know, one, two mil. No, no. They put money. Put up yeah, they put money. Serious, in. you know, 20, 30 mil mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. So next we got is In the Heights. Yes, I actually uh, seen this one. So you saw this one. Yeah. I did not see this one because this is basically like another West Side Story to me. Yes. That I refuse to get into. It's very, like, it's for a very niche audience, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, okay, me personally, music's decent. Mm-hmm. Plot, I'm not sure what it's about. <laughs> you uh, saw it though. I How saw it, you? but it has something, it deals with like, I guess is interracial. It, I'm from this, your family, you're from this family. We love each other, but they don't like us. Yes. To be together. It's yeah, yeah. It's like she's yeah. like Romeo and Juliet. It's a Romeo and Juliet, but like she all is that like, shit. I think the boyfriend's black and she's Puerto Rican. I think so that's what it was. <sighs> it's the same same thing. West Side Story. They're all Puerto Rican. Yeah, but that's they're different types of And Puerto I'm Puerto Rican. Oh, as a Puerto Rican, I am saying that I am tired of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't like the whole port like the whole New York mm-hmm. the New York Puerto Ricans. Yeah. Yeah. That pretty much that's what the movie is. Yeah. It's like there's a movie where they just dance. They talk about, oh, let's go out. It's dark. They sing about it being dark. They party. <laughs> Fireworks come out for some reason. And That's they start, it. yeah, they da- they're walking in the park and suddenly the entire park's dancing. It's like, wow, they paid for a lot of extras. <laughs> Either that or there were students and they were given a chance to be in the movie for free. All right. All right. So next one. Going down on this list, Snake Eyes. Again, I uh, we talked about this before, is why. Yeah. I, they, there's, they're still trying to figure out how to franchise this. Who, well, it's G.I. Joe. No, yeah. it's um, Hasbro, whoever owns Hasbro now. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I don't get it. I don't know why, but they're still trying. They're still trying. G.I. Joe is one of those brands like, yeah, we remember them. That's it. So what? They're like, that's, that's it. That's beyond... I've seen the cartoon as a kid. Yeah. I mean, I have no interest in watching live action. Like Hasbro owns so much more property that they can at least try to turn into films. I don't know why they keep trying to attempt at this. I mean, I guess they still make money. Well, apparently not, not if it's making one. on a list. Yeah. yeah. Not this one. They're losing it. Well, how much so? Well, I production mean- budget was 88 mil. Um Oh, it's not too bad. So U.S. box office was twenty eight point three, and then global box office was still forty. Lost, still lost twenty. Still lost twenty two. Still, still lost money, but not as bad as the other ones. Or, or are they convincing themselves like, no, 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 it's still good, it's still good, <laughs> but it lost money. No, no, no. It, next time it'll work. There. Now this is definitely one of the ones we're like, well, because of COVID and the pandemic, we could have made a lot more money. I mean, it's GI Joe. It's a recognizable name. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that, my guy. Yeah, I mean, I barely know what Cobra does. <laughs> he's just—I know that he's a villain. Wears a silver mask. He's a terrorist. That's it. I know. At some point in my childhood, I watched it. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Like I said, I, I have zero yeah. little memory of any plot lines of GI Joe. Just, I just. I don't know. It was just one of those that era where it's just like, but it's fucking throw everything that, out there. It's something that Hasbro does constantly try to like reboot. I I would rather them take another attempt at Battleship <laughs> oh, than another G.I. Joe. <laughs> Fuck it. Take any other board game they have. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Hungry Hungry Hippos. 
<laughs> just not no more gi you're done with the gi joe oh, no one likes gi joe but like gi joe transformers come on crossover dude i still rather take the other crossover uh friday the 13th and transformers yeah over come that. on dude no one okay prove anyone else have to prove me wrong that gi joe is actually a good franchise just someone prove it to me <laughs> i need and proof of that do you need proof because it's like it's more along the lines of the reminiscing like it's reminiscing on a on something that was good a long time ago but there's a lot of like i grew up like said gi joe i seen it had no care for it mm-hmm. grew up on ninja turtles still have interest in it uh other ones power rangers still there's if they release another one <laughs> i'm still good for it yeah uh hell i even take what's it called um any of those Hanna Barbera uh, cartoons, <laughs> I still take those over GI Joe. <laughs> so you want like a even the live action uh, Yogi Bear movie? I'll, I'll still take that over, over GI Joe because at least that makes sense to me. <laughs> Damn, the one we're just hated on the GI Joe. GI right Joe now. sucks ass. I'm sorry, people, but it sucks ass. Oh the man, I'm finally hearing it now. <laughs> the one Justin Timberlake was in. The Yogi Bear one. Oh, yeah, that you'd one. still take that. I can still take that. <laughs> take that over. No, that's okay. It. okay. The main reason I'll admit just quickly why I don't like the GI Joe movies is one, the story sucked ass, but the major thing I hated was costume designs. It was bad. It was super like campy, campy, and like supposed to be their mercenaries and like soldiers, <laughs> but they look super like like so. In that universe, someone went out, measured them out, and made sure they had the perfect costume on. <laughs> like it was a form-fitting costume, not a, just a a costume they put on. But just I think that was the idea that they're trying to go for. Yeah. Yeah, but if you give me a soldier, give me a soldier. Don't give me a a Ken doll. A Ken doll. <laughs> the Ken doll super soldier. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so here is also surprisingly on this list for 2021 biggest flops. Suicide Squad. What? Warner yep. Brothers. So oh, this well, was due to the fact, yes, stupid. for being simultaneously released on HBO Max. Once again, its score rating was hitting 90% across all charts. People love this movie. So they fucked up that one. However, again. it did financially flop. So in the US box office, it got 55.8 million. Global box office, it got 167.4 million, but the full production of the whole film was 185 mil. Yeah. So, as you know, as a reminder to all our audience and listeners, you know, standard rule of thumb, you got to be making twice the amount to actually break even. Yeah. So they lost money. Yeah. So they yeah. still end up losing money quite a bit. Yeah. It's, oh man, that's, I mean, People also got to remember that this was August, summer, mm-hmm. and they were just going off of the trend from the previous year. Mm-hmm. So they didn't, you know, a lot of theaters were still closed at that time. Yeah. And, you know, the studio wasn't sure what to do. So they just said, fuck it, we got to do this. Yeah. And this was not planned out, you know, a week before release. This was planned out maybe like two months before release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when they said, you know, we got to do this. Well, even before that, they probably did it way earlier. But here's the thing with the Suicide Squad. Do you think it's potentially either due to the fact that people were worried from the first film doing so bad that they thought this one was going to be bad too? Or was it just due to the fact that it was during the prime summer season for COVID? Where I think it was straight COVID. Yeah. Because I think marketing was done right to me. Yeah, it was marketed a lot. Yeah, It was marketed well. Um, it was marketed well. I mean, it, it was no miss... Uh, what's it called? Uh, 
misleading uh, trailer at all. Yeah. You got exactly what you wanted out of that trailer. It was not like the very first movie where, you know, you were promised one thing. Yeah, and then they got something completely yeah. different. I don't know. It was, you know, unfortunately, it's just bad timing overall. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. And they just had to take it. And that's what sucks because, like, so many good movies out there that do end up doing so well, but either bad timing, bad marketing, or just something going wrong. Yeah. In the flopping. <sighs> so many. This one was also surprising, too. Reminiscent. So I haven't actually seen it. This is the one with uh, Hugh Jackman. Hmm, this was also so really simultaneously on HBO Max. Yeah. See, budget 58. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, 54. With box office 3.9. Mm-hmm. So this was <laughs> quite a hitter. Yeah, quite, a, quite a hitter for this one. Which it was funny because I was hearing like a lot of people, a lot of critics were like first raving over this movie, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden like just they for, flipped, they just flipped out of nowhere. Is it because they saw a different screening, or maybe they re-edited it, or I don't think so. You think they were or they unfortunately like I mean it's a, not I'll say common practice, but it does happen where the studio you know picks certain uh, reviewers to watch you know the screening. Mm. Like they like they know they've had a yeah. A, a good, uh, they get a good rating from this specific uh, critic. So mm-hmm. they're like, oh yeah, so they do well, so we'll pay them to go see it. Yeah, this was even between critics and audience members. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wasn't it? Is that on HBO as well? Yeah, it's on HBO Max. Okay. Yeah. I'm definitely probably going to watch it. I'll check my it break. out. Yeah. Yeah. I got, see, this is what I'm excited for, you know, Christmas break and New Year's break. I so many movies I get to watch while we're just off and just relaxing. Yep. Well, I mean, I, I still got to work. Yeah. yeah. So I don't work. Shut, yeah. Up, shut up. Shut, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> My break is our break. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Honestly, this is what I go for. Anytime movies come out, I just ask him for what, what the plot was and that's it. I'm good for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, uh, side note, I did uh, introduce uh, Mike to a few uh, YouTube channels where it's like, you know, mystery ca- recap, story recapped, yeah. and also uh, found flicks. So I introduced him to found oh, flicks. Yeah. yeah. So that way I can be able to just like. He can get the horror without actually having to watch his horror. So I'm down with that. See, and he's down with that. Oh, but here's a no question. But. No, no but. Here's a question. Here's a question. <laughs> That's it. It's a big but. Uh, Are you watching it full screened? Or tiny screen. Look, I'm watching on my phone. <laughs> also, okay. even smaller screen. Okay, <laughs> so that's all I need. Screen. That's all I need. Just do you have a streaming? Do you have anything that people stream onto your TV? Look, I'm watching it. <laughs> okay, that's all. That's all I need. <laughs> that's 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 at least we're giving <laughs> okay, him that. Okay, okay. At, least, at least hey. Before, give him like a few years ago, he will see the thumbnails. He will immediately click away. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Yep. He's actually brave enough to click on those thumbnails now. Either brave or stupid enough. <laughs> because then I get all scared and then I get scared of my closet <laughs> for another night and then I can't sleep. And then it gets hot and I can't stick my leg out because I'm thinking it's going to get pulled. Mm-hmm. I, I bet you hate the fact that I follow like quite a bit of horror like people on Instagram. So anytime you go onto our company account, there's like a good chance you're going to see some horror scary shit. Yeah. Like I just showed you like a few minutes ago. It was like some like makeup visual artist. Yeah. And did this totally scary ass like pale white woman with look like good. super. Yeah. Look great. Look fucking horrific. 
with like super long black unruly hair all the way down the knees with like black tongue it was it was creepy and gross Mm -hmm. so i'm like yeah i kind of avoid it for that sometimes (laughs) it's great i love it so now i gotta work on reprogramming that algorithm (laughs) yeah but yeah i got him on foundflix then of course the story recap and mystery recap those things are like the new like watch mojo to me yeah yeah they are it's so bad it's like crack like i go down the rabbit hole so easily that i'm going into films i will not even give two shits about and i'm just like listening for the whole recap yep yeah, I, I'd, I'd rather do that. So <laughs> I do what I want to sit. I don't spend two hours of my time like, well, this sucked. See, it's funny. Yeah. It's like as a filmmaker, you sometimes refuse to watch movies. Dude, I don't know what it is with me. Sorry. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I'll admit, I apologize for you that. You still want to watch a movie that you're going to like? I, okay. I, I, have a, I have a feeling I know why I do it. <laughs> yeah. Why? And that's because since I worked for the last 13 years, extremely long hours mm-hmm. and had very little time off that I valued almost any time, have, like any moment I had off yeah. to the point where if I saw a shitty film, I was like upset for the entire time. <laughs> because it was just time wasted. It yeah. took your time away. So over time, I stopped watching less and less movies just because of that. Damn. And that's why I have a, a uh, I haven't done it recently, yeah. but I had a decent sized DVD collection, Blu-ray collection about movies I've never watched. Mm-hmm. And to this day, there's Massive. I have movies upstairs. Yeah. Never, never watched, Horrible. including Free Fire. No, no, no this motherfucker. No, no, no. The yeah. thing is, no. The thing is, this motherfucker for like a solid month saw the trailer for Free Fire, and he was convincing me. He's like, "Dude, this is good. looks great. This looks fucking fantastic." No, when this comes out, we have to see this. It comes out, we still don't see it. Anthony, have you seen Free Fire yet? Well, you gotta <laughs> see Free Fire. I haven't seen. It. I'm gonna see it soon, so we can, we should talk about Free Fire. I finally get to the point of seeing Free Fire. I'm like, "Hey, man, DC Free Fire? Yeah, no, I haven't got to it yet, man." Motherfucker. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I went out bought the Blu-ray. It's he upstairs. The Blu-ray. You still haven't seen it. Still has. Oh no! Seen the fucking movie. It's still in its packaging, by the way. What the fuck? It's in its packaging still. Yeah. So I haven't even opened the damn Blu-ray. Oh fuck still you! Still has not till this day <laughs> seen Free Fire, and he hassled me for so fucking long on seeing this movie. Dude, Dude it brings me joy. It brings me joy. It brings straight joy that I could else be able to do that. Bro, you got fucking fish lines. <laughs> Seriously, and it is a good movie. I but, do like it, but I still have seen. Every year, I still watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. Who, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. But you and at won't. least one of the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> what the fuck? But he won't sit down and fucking watch Free Fire. Well, you're going to watch it tomorrow. <laughs> you got to watch that You got to watch shit, it tomorrow. Man. Dude, I'm, I'm going to at least make a goal. My New Year's resolution, my, well, <laughs> a lot of basic bitches do this shit, but I'm at least try to watch a, a new movie every week. Okay. I'm going to at least make that attempt. Yeah, okay. no, uh, I used to do that. It's been a bit since I did that. I need to get back into habit. I used to watch a movie at least every other day. Yeah, because you told I, me you were trying yeah, that. Yeah, I was remember, I was trying. I no, I was trying to do it every day. Yeah, no, I remember you trying it every day. Yeah, I remember and, that. Yeah, and I did that for like a solid like week, week and a half, and then you know, busy schedule, of course, caught up and yeah. fucked me over. So then it moved over to like every other day. Then now it's just it's so hard. I. I value, I, I'm at I the remember, point, I'm, I'm like at you right now. I value what little time I have. <laughs> no, no, right. I remember, okay, I remember when you did that and I said, you know, I'm gonna try that. I will wake up early before I leave from work and watch a movie. Mm-hmm. That went well for about three days. And after that, I just <laughs> gave it up. 
it's hard like when you're so busy it's hard yeah. to find those times to squeeze it in but that's no hard. that's something where i'm going to try to better manage my time and schedule and free up so i can still get back into watching a movie at least every other day or so and that's the thing like i'm so behind on so many new movies mm-hmm. that i need to catch back up i really need to catch myself back up yeah because that is one of the biggest things that it really screwed me over this year. Just like my whole busy schedule. I just like started falling behind. I mean, at least we got to see the big, big releases yeah. and everything. Yeah. You know, thank God we got to squeeze in for Spider-Man. I know. Yeah. Jeez. Last second. <laughs> last second. Wrong theater time. I wrong seats. <laughs> no, what's funny is like you came in salty. They even went even saltier. Saltier, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I went I, so bitter. Dude, I was like, dude, it's okay, buddy. Don't worry about it. It's all right, man. It's all right. And I just see your face just like, just <laughs> down, like I down, was, man. just frowned mug. God, I've only, I've only sat in the front three times in my life. <laughs> all right. Dude, only three times. But the second time you got better seats, right? The second time I had better seats. Yes, yeah, yeah. so me I and Ash sure. had better seats too. So we had a solid seating room. Yeah, but okay, but... But when you're watching the, the first time, when we were sitting up front, at, at least like within like 10 minutes into the movie, you forgot like you were up front. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. You kind of just like forget, you know, kind of like watching a 3D movie. You just forget it's in 3D after a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except 4D, you'll get your shit still rocks. See, at least we weren't like the very first front, so our heads weren't just like moving across with the yeah. camera. It's like Spider-Man swinging. Yeah. <laughs> We were still kind of like a couple rows back, but, yeah. but still. We should have done Screen, screen X. <laughs> oh, Screen X. We'll try oh, God. No, we'll try that with Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. No, I still oh. I still want to do 40. 40? I want to 40 that shit. Oh, oh wait. Shit. Don't scroll past that one. Go back up. Oh, one yeah. I knew that was going to be shit. Oh, yes. Oh, that yeah. Dear So, Evan yeah. So, Hansen. continuing back onto the biggest box office flops, we got... Dear Evan Hansen. Knew it was going to be shit the moment I saw that trailer. <laughs> I was like, that's going to be a terrible movie. And what lo and behold, look at the budget. 28, 28 mil? mil? It shouldn't it's not that them. bad. It's not too bad. It's, it's still lost. They yeah. lost, lost money, money, but not as bad as some of these other ones on the list. Scored 30% on Rotten Tomato. <sighs> I don't want to sound super shitty more. when I was about to say next. But well, it, it felt very like those light... Uh, uh, What's that channel uh, where all men are bad? And Lifetime. Lifetime, yeah. Uh, it felt very much like a Lifetime, lifetime quality. Yeah. not Well, Lifetime script with a super high quality camera. Mm. Okay. Oh, like, the, like, but, like that's what it felt like. Like somebody saw, shot it on an RE camera? Yeah. Like they took Lifetime shot on a, with a high production value. Still sucked. Yes. No I feel what. like that should be a thing. Could we possibly get a really shitty Lifetime script? And just throw money at it. Even better. I want a really well-made Hallmark movie and throw money at that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but at least Hallmark has some kind of good feeling behind it. I know. Lifetime just, like, damn, men are bad. You'll get raped no matter what. They'll beat you. (laughs) That's it. Like, that's the whole, that's the, like, that's the, it's like, men are bad. That's all this whole thing is. Throw in Medea and you got yourself a Tyler Perry movie. Yeah. Mm, perfect. <laughs> no, actually, no, sorry. Not men are bad. People are bad because there's one thing about bullies and cyber bullies and then mm-hmm. yeah. bad neighbors and like, damn, that's just all people are shit. <laughs> they suck. All right. all right. So the next we got is The Many States of New York, which was the Soprano sequel. Or prequel. prequel. A prequel. Sorry. Yeah. That's what I meant. I did. Ooh, not, did you guys see this one? No. I haven't no. seen it. It no. was on HBO. I, 
I couldn't tell if this was also due to the fact for it suffering from same. See, this is the thing. It's like a lot of these films, either whether you're good or bad, it's just from the suffering re- from same day release on HBO Max or whatever streaming services. Well, I, re- I remember the director mm-hmm. complaining that it was this was not designed for TV at all. No, this was most meant, of these movies weren't. Yeah, most of these. Yeah, yeah, most of these weren't. No, but the what he was upset was. They spent so he spent so long doing the Sopranos on TV. It was for TV, and this was supposed to be for the theater. We were able to watch a Sopranos story in the theaters, and it was just pretty much taken away from him. Mm. And he was extremely upset with that. It was like the same thing for like you know Breaking Bad, El Camino. But I still fucking saw on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I get I get the director's frustration when you spend years building something yeah, then later it. on no you actually get the opportunity to put it on screen and it just gets taken away yeah, last second you're yeah. like oh hey guess what we're also going to put this on television mm-hmm. like wait what it's like what yeah i mean that's that's a big hit for a lot of these people especially i like i feel bad like yeah it sucks you know when you spend like 50 million dollars on a film and then holy shit yeah only 8.2 million back for our us yeah. box office i want to say like 12. whatever 7. ones that were especially HBO, mm-hmm. if they went to television and theaters, I want to say they made half of what was projected. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to assume that if they globally, they made 12.7 million, mm-hmm. that possibly it would have been like maybe 24 million. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem with this movie I'll have, that I like The Sopranos. Yeah. I felt like they kind of missed the mark. Like the timing was- The timing is was yeah, too late. Too late. Because at this point, a lot of people, I mean, people remember it. But they don't have like a fond, fond memory. Yeah. memory and it, and yeah. no one's going to come back and try to binge or try to binge watch Sopranos trying to yeah. get back up yeah. a memory of what's going Me- on. Or here. memory, you know, what what characters are what. Yeah, who was uh-huh. important, like, you know, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, I get it. I definitely get it with that stuff. You. you know what's interesting, though? We're looking at this list and a lot of these are due to the fact that it's like mostly Warner Brothers and HBO Max same day release. Mm. I wonder if eventually Matrix, since it just got, you know, released out recently that is going to be eventually on this list too mm. i mean i mean well those are movies that came out during the beginning of like when hbo started to do that yeah and now we're kind of shifting a little bit further at the end of the year but same thing like matrix was released same day in theaters yeah. on hbo max i that's wonder especially that's a film that they threw fucking money at i wonder yeah. how much money they're gonna lose from this we can only hope and wait. I, I we, well, we have to wait until after the weekend. Like, so, here's the, who's going to who the, went out into theaters and saw that one. Did this? Here's actually one big question because they're doing some like obviously there's major marketing behind this movie. Yeah. Did the studio pay for the marketing, or is it the other way around where the gaming, the 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 gaming company paid for the marketing to have the Matrix? You know what I'm talking about? Because they remember I don't know if you saw that video of the the latest game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that demo they made. Uh-huh. Was that a video game company that paid for it for the licensing to do that, or was it the other way around where the studio paid for them to do it? Because it, if it is a flop, that means the studio lost even way more money, money on, on that. that. Or is it they lost? They lost, or they might? No, I don't think they'll lose more money because I'm pretty sure if it was a some kind of signed deal with that gaming company, yeah, that's whatever money they. Honestly, that could have been a saving grace for if they knew that they're going to do same day release for. HBO Max and they know they're going to lose money why not try to side hustle and get a gaming deal and supplement those funds with a game because there's stuff games people whether if this move that movie flops or not 
people still saw it because they saw it at home with HBO Max or they went to theaters and saw it. Mm. So if people enjoyed it or not, which I've been seeing the ratings and everything, so it's been doing decently well. Mm-hmm. So people will probably still go out and buy that new game that's going to get released based off of it. So I'm pretty sure that's going to help supplement some of those lost income that they would have got if it was only released in theaters. Because I'll definitely say, if this movie was only released in theaters, they would have been getting some serious, serious money right now. Yeah. Because Spider-Man proved enough, people are ready to go back to theaters just by themselves. If you don't give them the option to watch it at home, they'll still go out and actually buy the tickets to go see it. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think it just like people went to go see the Eternals, even though most people talk about how much they didn't give a shit about Eternals, but people are still invested in the MCU. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true. That's right. So yeah, people right. went out in theaters and saw it. I felt like the same thing would happen with Matrix. People just hearing the Matrix coming out only in theaters, especially around this time where you know COVID and everything and all the restrictions is a serious thing. It's almost like that internal like rebellion. Like, oh, you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to go out in theaters and watch this movie. I, I honestly, I think it has to do with perfect timing too. Yeah. I think uh, Spider Man had, honestly, to me, the best timing of all time because they uh, pr- timing and luck. I'll say that because the whole new variant that came out, mm-hmm, the Omicron, yeah, yeah, and it's like supposedly spiking up, you know, again, mm-hmm. six uh, times more contagious. Yeah, so the, I think uh, infectious. Yeah, so uh, the Decepticon variant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know when you fix you you just transform yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes the uh the, the optimus prime variant yeah <laughs> so i think it's just perfect timing on spider-man's mm-hmm. too as well i think that had to do with a lot of it well yeah. because if it came out you know next you know in two weeks mm-hmm. three weeks mm-hmm. from now i think we'd have got a completely different story okay well maybe maybe not who knows maybe now yeah. this next one though yeah i am a little bit disappointed are you disappointed in the film or are you just disappointed in Ridley Scott? I'm disappointed in Ridley Scott. <laughs> because yeah. this was a movie that when I saw, because I do like period pieces and mm-hmm. I do like Ridley Scott's period pieces. So The Last Duel, the one, it was, this one was released on Disney, right? Yeah, was it on Disney? Or by, I think it's by Disney. By Disney, sorry. sorry. I was, it was like, released no by way. Disney. Yeah, yeah. That's on fucking Disney Plus. I'll put it on right now. <laughs> like shit. It's by Disney, but it's 20th Century Studios. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. so it'll be on Hulu. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, this was a movie that I was very interested in mm-hmm. because I do enjoy Ridley Scott's period pieces. You know, I enjoyed Gladiator. I enjoyed the lot. Uh, I enjoyed the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Or so I mean, or no, uh, Kingdom of Heaven. Kingdom of Heaven. I, yeah. I love those movies. Watch them all the time. Every time they come on. So I mean, to see this one, another period piece where I'm like, you know, knights. Uh, duels, you know, everything medieval wise. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. Everything Adrian hates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all the fantasy that, you know, Adrian hates. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'm in. And it has Adam Driver in it. It has Matt Damon. So I was like, okay. Uh, okay. I'm kind of fuck with that. But the time that it, it was about to release, mm-hmm. maybe like a week or so, week or two, it was when I saw the very first preview. Mm. Like I didn't see anything see else. Anything. No, okay. when it got close to the date is when I started to see previews. Okay, and even then they were like the teasers of like maybe thirty seconds of that. Mm-hmm. So and even in theaters, I never saw a full trailer. So it was like once I saw really Scott, I was like, oh cool, really Scott's coming out. And I was also thinking like, what? 
how come this didn't advertise sooner? Mm. Like, why was there no billboards about this? Why was there no trailers about or this anything, another movie or yeah. anything? That's weird. Yeah, because I didn't really see any. I haven't saw any advertising yeah, for it. It was nothing. There was no advertisement, little mm. to none. And it sucked because I was like, dude, I, I would have gone to see this yeah. if I had been more prepared. Yeah. They're like, hell yeah. But then I started hearing about how like it wasn't doing as good. That wasn't what drove me away from wanting to see it. What drove me away from wanting to see it is, one, noticing the lack of advertisement. So not a lot of people are going to know about this. And yeah. not a lot of people are going to see it because they haven't seen the advertisement for it. Mm-hmm. But then hearing really Scott bitch about it, saying how, oh, it's because these kids, they don't want to learn anything. They, they only want to look through their phones and learn stuff through that way. Just being a total fucking boomer. is what drove me away i gotta see this because he's just like he's just bitching and moaning that like younger audiences don't want to learn anything they don't want to go to the movies to learn anything like the second one down is the one where like one of the i before you click on that one uh, that's one of the interviews for those who don't know really scott's very defensive about his movies Mm -hmm. yeah to where it's like he'll defend him because they're his children but an interview of this one was asking, like, this had more realism to it than your usual period pieces of Gladiator and Kingdom of Heaven. And immediately he just goes like, nope, fuck you. Fuck you. Thank you. Fuck you. And to the interviewer. And I was like, next question. And I was like, all right. Now you just lost me. I don't even want to see this movie now. All right. We got to okay, play it out. this. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Beautiful. Oh, I think what I tried to do is don't let art get in the way of the story. So it's a, a very realistic film. It looks more realistic than Kingdom of Heaven or Robin Hood. If we're talking about your... Uh, sir, you, you, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Damn. Says, thank you. Thank you. Go fuck yourself. Fuck, fuck you. you. Okay. I was okay. like, damn. What the fuck? That, who, who's that he's with sitting next to? I think that's... Mm, I don't want to say Nicole Kidman. Is nah. it Nicole Kidman? No, no, it's not. No. Yeah, but she looks but like, she's, ah. she's the other, she's the actress that's in it. Yeah, She's yeah. like, shit. She's like, oh, shit. Yeah, but I was like, dude, like, if this is your stunt to be able to advertise for it, like, if this was like your agent's like, oh, you know what? We could use it to our advantage. If we put this video up or you Jody saying Cohen. fuck you to like the journalists, then this would be your way oh, to like further advertise this movie. So that way when more people see it, they'd be like, oh, wow, it's talking about a movie. Oh, The Last Duel. Okay, they're going to see the last duel. No, they're going to see a pissed off old man <laughs> telling an interviewer to go fuck himself. That's just him being defensive, though. You know, he doesn't have like agents or any PR people, you know, managing him. He just does and says what he does. He's, okay, get fucking agents. All right, because obviously, because I didn't know anything about this movie and it was way too close by the time it was released and I didn't want, and I was starting to get interest. And then you start to be a fucking boomer about it. <laughs> talking about like, oh, these kids don't want to learn anything on their phones. No, it's because you suck at advertising. <laughs> Sorry that the technological world has advanced so much to the point to where advertising can be done by, oh, I can set this up to be done this Thursday at 12 o'clock, height and time, boom. And I just set that for Monday. <laughs> It'll automatically send it. And then over, and the general audience will start to see it over the weekend and build revenue. And therefore, you'll have an audience by the next coming weekend by the time this film releases. But no, you want to put it out and say, oh, hey, I'm putting out a movie. Okay, cool. So is like every other fucking studio ever. Yeah, but he's he's an old school director where... Adapt he, or die. He's... Yes. <laughs> that's all well, I have to say. Oh, no, I believe Adapt it. or die. But like, he, he's I from that era... You. He's from that era where... 
your name is all you needed. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like, so like, is Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. Yeah, but even now, like nowadays, you still have to advertise the hell of it. Their names don't, you know, I don't say they don't mean shit, but I'm saying that it's, it no longer is like the thing you write on. It back weight. from the days where like people will flock to the theaters when they see Ridley Scott. Yeah. I know you got, I know you directed like, Alien. Awesome. Yeah. But also at the same time, there was advertisement for Alien. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but okay. Think about this. Back when, remember, uh, Back to the Future. Okay. What does it say on there? Steven Spielberg. It actually says Spielberg on the poster. And he had nothing to do with it. It was just his production company. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. Well, that was the only way to advertise. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I'm saying back that but back yeah. in those days, is you know, you could use a director's name. But also at the same time, that was during the height of his career. I mean, yes. he, he did Jaws, he did Indiana Yeah, but Indiana no, Jones. that was but even then, like nowadays, even the directors, you know, Jordan Peele, you know, the yeah. top of their game, they still need really good advertisement no matter what yeah no like matter said, what no lo- that that idea of running on your name no longer works yeah and he doesn't really get that still that you know just because it's really scott that people are going to flock to him it's like nowadays like no you got to show me what you know what you're worth yes mm-hmm. i mean look at there was at see he directed gucci the house of yeah which, house of gucci right wait though did really? he direct yeah, that he, one? he yeah he wrote house for Scott? yep or did he write the house that of one? the house of gucci yeah he directed it okay okay so did you notice all the advertising for that one so much I how many how so many much. of the theaters have we gone how many times have we gone to the movie so far and then seen usually a trailer for it it's so much i mean i've just been constantly hearing like a radio tv yes I've, almost every like ad on youtube and nothing for the duel I think because the studio took I over. I think that for- was studios, though. Though look, you got to remember, like a lot of the advertising stuff is handled through the studio. Yeah, but I mean, it's they still need you know input from the director. I think they just you know essentially I don't say they took it away from him, but they just like you know what, fuck you, you know let us handle our business. Mm-hmm. Versus in the other one, you know, what's the studio what- for House of Gucci? Um, who was it? I'm not sure. I'm probably gonna say it's also twentieth. No MGM. MGM. Yep. Really. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, Willie Scott's not really loyal to no one. He's and Universal no. Pictures. Yeah, I mean that's so Universal. Universal has, Universal see, has good ma- uh, marketing. See, that's the that's the time when I would let the studio do its part, and it's part of marketing the movie. But I think as well, I mean, like I said, not without knowing any inside, just random guess mm. is that maybe they approached him for ideas for marketing, and he just like, no, just do this. Like they needed his input. Because he's, he's, I've heard that he's one of those directors that's kind of, you know, either you let him do his job or, you know, don't hire him at all. Like, don't, no input from the studio, just let him do his thing. Well, it's like, yeah, here you go. Make this movie, but now I need to try and sell your movie. Yeah, but you you saw how he treated the the interviewer. I know. (laughs) So it's like, okay, so then you have no one really to blame for the lack of success of your movie and its advertisement other than you saying that I don't want any advertisement for my movie. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, I'm not sure. Like I said, we, I would. He had a boomer moment. <laughs> all right. He had a bitter, he had a bitter old maybe, man moment. Maybe he was just tired from doing all the interviews all day. Man, we just give the benefit of the doubt. Come on, he's, he's an older guy. I ain't giving shit. You didn't want to give him the excuse. Yeah, he's an older I guy. I ain't giving him nothing. If we're going off names, Ridley Scott can do better. <laughs> all right. You are better. Be better. You moving, know, what I'll surprise didn't do better was um, King Richard. So Will Smith. That was also an HBO. HBO one. no. Yeah, another HBO Max same day release. Yeah. Which, you know, US box office got 14.6 mil. 
Global box office, 24.9 mil, and the actual full production of the film was $50 million. It did good, critically. People liked it. But it lost about half of what it mm-hmm. its budget was. Man. It's, okay, another theory I just thought about. What's up? About theaters. Remember, I was like, you know, about my, why I don't watch movies often is because I value my time so much that I don't want to waste it, at, you know, don't want to risk it. Yeah. Uh-huh. You think when there are pe- other people like you? Yes, when it comes to theaters, because like right now with whole, you know, if I'm going to risk my health, I better risk my health for a damn good movie. So Spider-Man better be it. Mm -hmm. King Richard, although it's a good movie, do you want to risk your entire family's health to watch King Richard? I wouldn't even take my family. I see the trend now, like more people are saving their money when they go out to the movie theaters to see the big blockbusters, they're yeah. not just going to go out to see any film like West side story here. Makes sense that it's in, you know, the biggest flops because no one's going to drove out to the theaters to see another West side story. I would shut up. You shut up. You shut up. Your ass will be in your PJs at home watching that shit on Disney plus. Yeah, it will be. Yes. <laughs> Is it on Disney plus? Uh, I no, have no I idea. So. I'm pretty sure they're going to release it soon on there. Yeah. Please do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch Or at least that. Hulu. Hell yeah. I'm yeah, it's watch. 20th Century Fox. It'll definitely be on Hulu. Sharks and the Jets, my guy. I'm so done with that. I'm so I am, done. I, I, I ain't. I am done. I'm, I'm here for I'll, it. I'll give it a shot. Check it out. Yeah, like, you will. Uh, I yes, can't have like the standard generic musical anymore. Well, here's an, ex- well, here's an example. This one's directed by Steven Spielberg. There you go. It still doesn't get it's me. There you go. It still doesn't get it's me. It's the name. It's, it's the, the name. It's the the name, name doesn't carry to me anymore. I'm sorry. It, it, t- it tells me that's going to be a well balanced. Okay. Huh? He made Schindler's List. No, he made great films. He made War Fantastic filmmaker. But e. when's the last time he really like, yeah, I'm in this fucking shit. And I'm proud of this. Look, he's Steven Spielberg, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's, that's all we need to know. It's Steven Spielberg. It's Steven Spielberg, right? Like, all when's I know, the last I'm, time you got his passionate E.T.? I'm going to get a well-balanced movie. Yeah, think about that. When's the last time you got his passion project? E.T. the ride. <laughs> <laughs> so, he loved that ride so much that the he jaw, nearly quit jaw, from Universal. Yeah. Jaws attraction. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think they were. They, yeah, I think that's his contract where until he dies, that yeah, it stays yeah, there. Yeah, that stays there. <laughs> Yeah, but you see what I'm saying? That, that's not, like, if I find a, another film that's like, no, this is like Steven Spielberg's dream film, I will go out to the theaters and see that. But everything else, if it just slaps his name on it, his name just slapped on it. It's, dude, I mean, like I said, it's his name. He he knows what he's worth. Mm-hmm. He's he's a, he's a director, he's a legend. <laughs> so he just doesn't need it. It's going to be a well-balanced movie. Yeah. It's going to be a well-balanced diet. Of your carbs, your fats, you know. You know what's not gonna be well sweets. balanced? The fucking random singing. You know what's gonna be well balanced? Because you know, you know why? Because I expect there to be yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, no, I fucking snapping. I Let's go. I can't. That is the most iconic shit that you I could ever can't. do. No, no, How many times have you ever done that sometimes where it's like when you fuck around with your friends yeah. and you look at them from like long ways and you start just yeah. the snapping? Everyone knows. It. Exactly. Outside story. I, I'll admit, I, I'm oh, indifferent I'm to the whole, you know, what's that story? I've never done that in my life, dude. You're a <laughs> damn liar. I've never done You've the whole. You've probably done that unconsciously. You've never done the sharks and jets? I've never. <laughs> shit. 
<laughs> oh, you liar. Anywho, uh, moving on. Yeah, so uh, that's a good list that we have for our biggest flops. I mean, unless you guys can think of any off the top of your heads. Yeah, I mean, that really comes right to mind. Yeah. I mean, I got a list of uh, top grossing ones. Oh, so let's, yeah, before we close this out, we have this next last part of our episode and our closing for the whole Christmas Eve and, of course, eventually the New Year's Eve because, you know, we're definitely not going to be podcasting. We definitely need our break. Yes. yes. My break. Yep. Yeah, your break, yes. But <laughs> Mainly your break. My break. What is your guys' favorite films for this year that you saw? Let's see. Uh, we saw actually a good amount of films this year. Yeah. A lot better than the 2020. Yeah. 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 So well, what is your favorites? What was like, what fucking hit? What slap for you guys? Well, let's see. From this list that I know we all saw, mm. we all saw Eternals, mm-hmm. right? No, I have not seen Eternals yet. I've seen it. Okay. We saw Black Widow. Yes. Mm-hmm. We saw Venom. Yep. Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. And of course, Spider-Man No Way Home. Yep. yep. Did anybody... Oh. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Fast 9. Fast 9. Uh, <laughs> I almost forgot about I that. I almost forgot about that shit. <laughs> yes. I saw Fast 9. <laughs> no Time to Die. Oh, yeah. Yep. You saw that one? Yeah, I seen it. Was it good? Eh. 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 It was all right. All right. The uh, Quiet Place Part 2? Yep. I haven't seen that one yet. That was, that was a good one. That was a good one. I liked it. Uh, Ashley, she didn't like it as much as the f- uh, first one, but mm-hmm. I still... They focused a lot more on the thematic story than the conceptual tension. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what kind of drove her away from that and some people away from that. Because the whole first you know, movie, part one, is about the tension and the silence. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of got rid of that one for the yeah. next one. And they focused that's, more on the story. That's yeah. why I'm upset that I didn't see it in theaters. Yeah. I'm yeah. upset about that. Yeah. So this one was more about, you know, the passing on you know your children to survive in a world without you mm. yeah and it's it's really nice it's a really nice things but i definitely that's that's one of my tops i can definitely already say that's in one of my tops mm-hmm. there was uh also ghostbusters afterlife i did not see that's the one i did want guys? to okay i haven't so seen it yet none of us no, saw that it. one here you know what i actually go by release date because i'm going by like mm. top to like the the most gross of this year, which of course is Spider Man, mm-hmm. to of course you know now. So I'll start from the beginning. I'll just scroll through. Obviously, I, I'm gonna have to start a little bit with uh, uh, Godzilla versus Kong, or Kong versus Godzilla. That was a fun one. I like that yeah, one. That, that was, was fun. Like, that was definitely a fun one. Yeah. It, no, it was a fun one. I was disappointed though because mm-hmm. we didn't get to see the 4D because <laughs> no, we, we saw a, uh, the other one in 4D. What what do we see? what we saw Congress we saw did Godzi- we see no King, not Godzilla versus King Kong in 4D no we saw it here no no we no what? yeah we did see no here, we saw we? which one did we see we saw one in 4D that was the first one we saw in 4D the first movie you it guys saw a, something oh no you King saw, of the Mo- we saw you King, saw King, King of the Monsters. Monsters yeah we saw King of the Monsters yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we saw so Godzilla yes and didn't you also see Fast Nine. No, we no, we all saw Fast Nine in regular theaters. Yeah, regular theaters. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. good. I remember uh, all your head shakes. That was. <laughs> yes. God damn it. I can say I can say not my favorite movie of the year, but just sitting down in theaters and enjoying just Michael Scow as he watched it. God. I can say okay. one of my better experiences well, in what, theaters. Were you at least entertained? <laughs> yes, I there was. There you go. Yes. That's all you need. Come What's on. so wrong about being entertained by a movie? But the here's the 
Were you not entertained? <laughs> yeah, I was entertained. <laughs> Come on, there's a lot of good bullshit. They they up the bullshit in that yeah, one. But that like, was entertaining. There was something like say, are you are you just entertained, enjoying it? There you go. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, is like uh, my entertainment was like, it wasn't the entertainment like, oh wow, that was really actiony. Mm-hmm. It was more of like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what entertainment's entertainment? Oh, was like, the entertainment what came from just like the bullshit that just didn't make sense <laughs> collapsing pillars like no problem uh obviously using windshields as a safe cushion to land on um mustangs you, driving in the middle of the oh, fucking jungle oh minefield the minefield the scene. minefield i said you have to drive faster how fast are the detonation switches hold on calculating which means we have to drive at least 70 miles an hour to avoid detonation. And be like, are you? F- fuck off. <laughs> Shut up. Like, I'm done. It was but great. You're entertained. Yeah, you're entertained. We're by going that to bullshit. space. We're in space. We were stuck in the ISS station for a week. No, you weren't. Yeah. It was like months. Yeah, two black eyes in space, two homies in the hood. Like, I wonder if they thought that that was like a robbery. <laughs> like, like, like a home invasion. <laughs> they, Mike. they even got us all the way out here. <laughs> My God. They're, they're mugging the world. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Shit. <laughs> oh, that's bad. That's so bad. That's so, that's so fucking horrible. <laughs> oh, okay. Next one is uh, Jungle Cruise. I, see it yet. I did not see that. Did you see did anyone? Did you see that one? I didn't see that one, no. but it did surprisingly well. Mm-hmm. You know what actually surprised me that we did see that was a lot better than expected? Suicide Squad. Did yes. we just say that it was a flop? No, it, I mean, was a it, did a, flop. it did a financial flop, but, but it, uh, oh, d- d- I mean, were did did you personally enjoy it? Because I no, personally I enjoyed it. Yeah, I no, it had it. it had high rating, so yeah, yeah. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. people like that one. Yeah, that was a lot. See, we need more from that from Warner Brothers. Well, that's because you also had James Gunn as well mm-hmm. that took the helm of it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like just Warner Brothers, we, we say this all the time, but just yeah. let your directors do their job. Yeah. You need your directors do your job, and you need one person to handle DC altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, be Marvel Walter has Kevin Feige who handles just that. I mean, they had Walter Hamada doing it before, but he had no idea what he was doing. They need to hire a nerd to handle it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They need someone who knows, lives, and breathes comic books. But mm-hmm. they're only going to hire a suit and tie. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. oh. they're thinking about the money first. Yeah. And suit and ties know how to make money. Because they they're looking for the short game, not the long game. Yeah. Because yeah. Marvel worked for the long game. Because they were gradually mm-hmm. building slow, little by little. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, if you look at the you know the first couple you know, Iron Man movies yeah. and Captain America, they did all right in the box office. Yeah. Not fantastic. fantastic they just, but, yeah. but in the long run, dude, they yeah. pulled in over a billion dollars easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if, you know, DC. Because Marvel live in that. Is living that bullish lifestyle, Ooh, yeah. While DC is trying to live that bearish lifestyle. I mean, speaking of Marvel, though, like, how do you guys feel about like all those TV shows that came out? I mean, just in general, were there any like new television shows and everything that you enjoyed that came out? That this Michael. Year? Uh, I mean, I know everyone talked about with the whole rave with like Squid Game and everything like that on Netflix, but were there any other shows? 
for you guys that are like, yeah, man. Even if they weren't even released this year, did you see anything that was just like, yeah, I saw this this year and just it just you know hit. Queen's Bandit actually or Queen's uh, Gambit. Queen's Gamb- Gambit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You oh, saw you oh, started okay. that. I saw. I seen it. I'm like, it actually hit. Like, damn. Yeah. Now I see why it's so good. Yeah, I heard a lot of good things. I haven't seen that one because I'm not. I'm not for like drama shows. Like, I'm not for it. Mm-hmm. And like, but that one, like, damn, that actually was like mm-hmm. the first episode hooked me on like right away. Which is very rare for any good show for me, because mm-hmm. a lot of times I have to stick like through, I have to suffer through like three episodes before I catch on. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I've done it for Games of Thrones. I tried it, couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Flash, I did out of pure curiosity. <sighs> Flash, I I made it through two seasons. I, I feel proud season. of myself. I, I should give myself a clap for that. That I made it through two seasons. Dude, I made it through one season. And I should <laughs> give myself a clap for that because that was hell. That's that's a little too much. I mean, there were some good shows. That, uh, a lot of good shows. Squid Games, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all the Marvel shows. I mean, I was so excited to finally watch the final season for Lost in Space. I mean, if you guys have not seen Lost in Space, it's, it's so good. I saw uh, one show, Nine Perfect Strangers. Okay. That one was kind of that one Is was that a new release or... Uh, yeah, I want to say it came out earlier this year. Okay, uh, it's on Hulu. It's a very it's a mini series, so okay. it's very short. Uh, that one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I dug that one. I think you, there's a lot of names in that one. Mm-hmm. A lot of names that you probably you guys are probably recognized. You know, you have like Nicole Kidman. You have um, Melissa McCartney. Mm-hmm. You have here. Let me pull up the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Actually. What's it about? Synopsis. Uh, give us, give oh, us a synopsis go. breakdown. Melissa McCarthy, Bobby Cannavale, Luke Evans is in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Shannon. Damn. So you have some you have some good names in here. Yeah. But basically, uh, these nine strangers, it's called Nine Perfect Strangers, obviously, for a reason. But these nine strangers are brought to this sort of uh, wellness resort that's run by Nicole Kidman, yeah. who actually handpicks these strangers, not at random, but because they complement each other's certain dramas. So, like, for instance, like, Luke Evans is a is a gay re- uh, investigative reporter, but he has problem with commitment because of, like, abuse from his dad and his partner wants to have a kid and he doesn't want to have a kid because he's where he's going to get bullied. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Cannavale, he is a retired NFL superstar who got hooked on drugs and alcohol after his injury of his knee, ruined his relationship with his wife and kids. Uh, Melissa McCartney failed or am failing book writer who got screwed out of money, got tricked pretty much by some guy, uh, basically her husband yeah. in real life. <laughs> <was> that guy. <laughs> and Nicole Kidman is this uh, wellness physician, quote, quote, who is mixing certain doses of drugs in their shakes. Mm. And, the pro- and the process of this is to be able to connect with loved ones long after they're dead by tripping out on psychedelics. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that sounds really interesting. And they're, oh, uh, Regina Hall is also in it as well. Mm, okay. She's fucking nuts. <laughs> of course. Right. Uh, I did also start watching as well. Uh, this one actually made the list on NPR's uh, a critic pick list. Mm. And it was actually only murders in the building. Huh. So that one's, that one's quirky. That one is quirky. Except the, yeah. the one with. Steve Martin and Martin Short? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. I've been seeing advertisements on there a lot. Yes. What's Selena that, Gomez What's that about? So that one uh, follows these three people, Selena Gomez, Martin Short, and Steve Martin. All of them are totally hooked on those like crime drama podcast series, you know? Yeah. Those like uh, whatever they're called. Murder uh, porn? 
Murder porn. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I guess they're like those crime junkies. Yes, those crime junkies. Yeah, those crime murder junkies, right? <laughs> yeah. And they live in this big high end mo- uh, apartment complex. You know, one of those like Upper East Side kind of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and an actual murder does happen inside their building, and all three of them are super interested in it, uh, super obsessive with it, and it's the murder of someone that like everybody in the building hates, mm. like. Everybody hates him for some odd reason that some stupid shit that he complained about to other people. Right. Mm -hmm. So nobody misses him whatsoever. And so they're like, hey, you know, let's try and solve this murder and we'll make a podcast while we do it. (laughs) So (laughs) it's there's some dark humor and there's some comedic sense in it, uh, as well as like a mystery clue modern style of who did it. Because it just kind of dives a little deeper and deeper each time. I actually like that. Yeah, that's actually that's real. Yeah. Yeah. It's a quirky watch. Yeah. It's on Hulu. Uh, if you guys get a chance to watch it, give it a chance. You know, both of those shows are on oh, Hulu. Okay. So, yeah. Another good one I would recommend too, which surprised me. I started watching it. I was like, damn, this is actually a really good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Euphoria. Euphoria? That's right. I that's see, uh, actually started watching that one. She got really into that. So that's yeah, also I haven't with seen Zendaya, it. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's. Okay. I, I have mixed feelings about her because. I'm pretty sure she's a good actress, but so far she's playing every role identically. Mm, so okay. the the way you see uh, her play in, in Spider Man is the same thing. Again. Same thing yeah. in Euphoria, like uh, the almost exact same. It's like it's kind of like ah, okay, that I, kind of outcastish teen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I think she's also a writer for it. Yeah. I think I think she has either a writer or director. One of the she I know she has something to do behind the scenes for it. Okay. Right. Might have to check it out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. But pretty good. It's a pretty good show. Interesting. Gets you hooked on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was just yeah, there There's was, been a lot of shows. A lot of good shows that came out. So it was more a good year but, for like I could definitely say shows and films. Yeah. But you gotta remember when these things were filmed, it was during the height of the pandemic, most mm-hmm. of these. Yeah. So a lot of times these were done small skeleton crews with passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's what actually what did it. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you get, we got to give always definite yeah. shout out to the actual film crews and filmmakers yeah. who worked that make it possible and worked hard, especially during this COVID season yeah. too. And me and Mike were trying to even come up with like a list of just like you know filmmakers or crew maker film crew who like pass away and stuff like that, just to give like shout outs and honors and everything was about celebrities they were like yeah. man like where's the love for the film crew i mean other than team? helena hutchins yeah yeah there's like, there's not really a list like what about like writers you know dp yeah cin- just regular cinematographers DPs, key grips men you know yeah, all that I mean, stuff. It's the, the unsung heroes of you know yeah. hollywood it's unfortunately anyone from the outside like like i said this before whenever i talk to like nieces uncles mm. whatever i talk to they always, you know, if I ask them, if you think how a movie is made, who makes it, it's literally just the actor, producer, director. That's it. That's all they think about. Yeah. They don't think about the know, hundreds, the hundreds of people, who hundred put people their hands that on a thousands. Yeah. yeah. They don't think about wardrobe. They don't think about makeup. They don't think about lights. They don't think about digital know, artists, artists, artists. Uh, yeah. I mean, editors, gaffers, I mean, key uh, grips, uh, sound engineers, uh, people, uh, fully artists, fully artists. They don't think about anything like that. They just think about the main three, and that's it. Yep. And but yeah, like, we, oh wow, they do all the composing for the music too. <laughs> but yeah, there's so many people who work on a single film. So definitely, we always want to give the shout out to all you guys who work yep. really hard out yeah. there. 
So thank you for everything. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yes. Thank you for all the great and bad films <laughs> that came out this year. <laughs> they worked at it. They they tried their hardest. Uh, you blame everyone else. Exactly. <laughs> you were you were just said to do what you were told to do, and then you did it, and then you got that paycheck. You got that paycheck. <laughs> but I mean, without you to do it, without the you know the blood cells to be able to carry the oxygen to every film set every day, day in day out. Wouldn't it be possible? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, huge shout out. Always thank you. Keep doing you. Get that respect. Get that paycheck. Secure that motherfucking bag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I think that's going to be a good place to, you know, close out tonight's topics. We want to have a wish everyone a special Merry Christmas for yes. tomorrow. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. holidays. A good Kwanzaa starting Kwanzaa. on the 26th. I know uh, Hanukkah already ended, but still happy belated Hanukkah. Yep. And then of course the upcoming New Year's yes. Eve and New Year's. Yep. 23. Or 22. 22, man. You're trying to skip already 22, Dude, man. Look, we lost still, a year and I'm lost already. <laughs> there's still 20 more variations, my guy. <laughs> Alright, yeah. So we wanna close out tonight's topic. I'm curious about your thoughts on tonight's topic. How do you feel what was the best films that you saw this year? What was the biggest flops that you think it was just terrible and you just don't want to see again? Or were great times you want to reminisce about? You see you got Adrian popping shit on the table. Oh god damn. What's some good films or just good things you want to reminisce about that happened during this year? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our Next Journey YouTube channel. If not, we'll be putting this up on an open forum on our website. Oh Jesus nextgenniepro.com I have to pull my headphones away from the mic slash red band podcast for <laughs> listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film related news we put out episodes every Friday for audio listeners you can find the red band podcast on iTunes Amazon Music Spotify and of course our website which I'll say again www.nextchainpro.com forward slash red band podcast and of course before we leave Michael before he gets scared shitless has a little something to say for you guys yes as always uh, leave a comment down below in the the comment section of what you want us to cover next Uh, please consider subscribing to our Patreon channel uh, more oh Jesus <laughs> more subscribe oh God more subscribers means more content for you so and each subscription comes with little prizes in each one so you get a special shout out or a special handwritten letter or even uh, a chance to be able to make a subject of of your choosing to what we should cover so let us know in, down in the comments below and as always consider liking subscribing following us and sharing with your friends and family all right guys you heard it from Mike. Please like and subscribe. We'll see you next time and have a great Christmas, holidays, and happy new year. Later, taters. <laughs> oh, God. Cut it. Why is it not exploded? Uh, I don't know why it's not exploding. There's like four of them that. Why did you unlock four? <laughs> I threw every single one of my hands. Yeah, he had a oh, lot. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs>